It's been over six months, but the gang is all here. And by gang, I mean I'm Mexican and I brought a gang. This is the tea. at the top of the show. My name is Joe Batanz. This is a show called The Tea, and on The Tea, we talk about the tea from our line. Uh, first, he puts the tea in top. It's the one, the only, Mr. J. Ellis. Hello, Jay. Hello. How I've missed this music. Oh. I just lowered it a little bit so we can hear you talk. The dulcet yeah. tones of Mr. J. Ellis. Mm, I've um, warmed up my voice today. Now, Jay, is it the same? Th- is it the same? Now we are in January 2022. Is it the same deal as last year? You're going to hear for like the first six months, and then you're out, right? You just do six exactly. months at a time. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I can. Yeah. As soon as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's coming to us also from Los Angeles, eating a bowl of Captain Crunch, uh, and doing her NFL homework at the same time. She puts the, the tea in totally late. It's Miss Laurie Roggenkamp. Hello, Laurie. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. Nice to hear your voice. Ooh, look at... look, Jay, no one can see. This is an a, 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 a audio podcast. But in over Laurie's shoulder, she's color-coordinated the pillows on her couch. Yellow mm-hmm. I was and noticing silver. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of, I think one of the Transformers has that same color. <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee, yeah. Thank you. Are you a big that's Transformers what, fan? Maybe that's that's the, what I was, I was. Well, no, I'm a Bumblebee fan. Oh, just Bumblebee specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Lori, you're this, is, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. Your volume's a little low, but a little, a smidge, just a smidge low. Now it's going to be like, "Hey, is Joe, that, what's going on?" Wait, go ahead. What were you saying? Is that good? That's better. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, Jay, I want I, I want to start off the show, and I have so many things to talk about, mostly Loy related, mm-hmm. as usual. <laughs> Jay and I were on the Hangouts, ready to do the show. Lori signs on. <laughs> By the way, Lori's camera—it's Lori's shoulders with I know. a microphone head. This is a new thing with Lori's new microphone. Her microphone is really close to the camera, so it covers her head. So it looks like there's just a big black. Foam ball and shoulders. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So, um, Lori comes on. No, no, she calls me. Lori calls me, and then she tells us, "I'm gonna at, be at, five, at like six. Yeah, I'm gonna be five minutes late. I have to pick up a, a prescription." Jay, at any point, did you believe she was gonna be five minutes late? Not for a second. <laughs> I thought she'd be professional. It's season four of the tea. I thought, yeah. That- we had a at the afterthought um, HR meeting. I yeah. thought we had discussed this. So, Lori, I want you before we go on. Before I have so many topics to talk to you about. Before we do any of that, will you? Is this? In, do you know your line? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I legitimately was like, it's gonna be like I was super close to my house. So I was like, yeah, I'll just run in, grab the prescription, and run mm-hmm. out, and then. It did sound like you were in line, saying that you were five minutes. Yeah. No, I was walking up to the Rite Aid. We heard the pharmacist giving the, um, you know, the going over the, whatever, what's it called? The instructions. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, no. 
There was no instructions. I just had to pick up a, a quick prescription. I kept, mm-hmm. kept forgetting to pick it up. It's my birth control. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope it works this time. Lori yeah. has like seven children. I do. I keep getting pregnant. And I don't know why. Star, Star tells me she doesn't have a penis. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, you're sticking something up there. So. Well, I okay. I guess I might as well tell you. About mm, seven years ago, I gave Star a turkey baster with seven years worth of semen that I was <laughs> that I've been collecting. <laughs> so all those seven kids are years, actually, seven years, yeah. This mm-hmm. is how long you've been planning it? No, oh, yeah, I, I'm a I go long term, Lori. I I plan L- way Lori, ahead. How long have you been dating Star, Lori? Uh, almost four years. Okay, so Joe, Joe, you just knew that Star knew. and Lori were going to end up. Yeah, I yeah. knew. I saw a Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a Whole Foods on, on in La Crescenta, and I said, "Listen, I know it's gonna make no sense, but here's a turkey baster full of seven years of my semen." That's so weird. You say that because mm-hmm. the way that we first got together was we met on uh, Tinder, mm-hmm. and Star was just like um, we were talking, and I was like, "You know, we really don't have much in common." And Star's like, "I had a weird interaction with a fat." gay mexican man yeah and i was like i have constant weird interactions with the fat gay mexican man and yeah. she's like oh my god you too and that's yeah. how we met yeah was one of her photos her holding the baster and said looking for my match yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was it okay well so, it worked out. yeah we have big things to talk about one of them this is the first thing i want to talk about jay and i'm dying to get your thoughts jay it's been hard not to talk about with it not to talk about this with you in private Okay. So a few weeks ago, Laurie tells me, I can't do this episode of Dracula. I can no longer hear. Okay. I can no longer hear. I'm completely deaf. My ears have swollen up. And I went to the emergency room where I went to the doctor and they put these cones in my ears. And now Star has to place these antibacterial or or, were they antibacterial? What were they? Um, Penicillin drops, like penicillin drops in her ears, but until then she couldn't hear, right? Okay. And then she tells me that she went to the doctor and was like, oh, this is, I have this problem. And the doctor's like... After hearing you, I wish I had the same problem. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, what's weird is you have this fungus. It's a fungal infection in your ear, but how did you get it in both ears? And Lori tells me it's being earnest. She says, I don't know. Uh-huh. And I go, oh. Lori, I'll give you a hint. Now, Jay, before I say anything, do you have any idea how Lori, that we do uh-huh. a show with, could get a fungal infection in both of her ears? This is a shot in the dark, but Lori multiple times has pulled a rod from her titty, if I can use the clinical term, yes. and dug into her ear on air. Yeah. It's something... Do you think that has something to do with it? Yeah, Lori, what do you think? No, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> But you know that's unrelated. Uh, unrelated. Uh, okay. But weirdly <laughs> enough, that's actually how I got my first STD. <laughs> so, believe it or not, Jay, this is actually going to a more serious topic because through divine providence, okay, Lori could not celebrate Christmas. 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 She could not celebrate <laughs> Christmas with her family. She couldn't right. celebrate Christmas with her family. Because her ears were sold and shut from her sweaty titty rod cleaning her mm-hmm. ears, right? So she stayed yeah. home 
Lori, why don't you reveal to Jay, I don't think I've told Jay this at all, what happened when your family got together for Christmas? Um, they all got COVID. Oh, no. My, Are they okay? My cousin had COVID, and she went, and then they all got COVID. Yeah, they're fine now. Ooh, my uncle but- has COVID, had COVID, has had COVID four times. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got, well, that's what he claims. Like every variant has that's come out, he's like a Pokemon. He's yeah. caught it. He's caught, he's got them all. Interesting. And it's, it, does it affect him differently every time? Uh, yeah, because this last time he said that he had, well, I don't want to go too gross with it, but let's just say he had like a... Wait, stop, specific- stop. You? You take metal rods from under your titties in front of us and clean your ears out. You've told us about how your brother uh, packed your vagina with dirt and peed on it, right? So that you would grow a but penis. This, this is where the line is drawn. This is where the line is drawn. She doesn't want to get gross, but go ahead. He says that he, um, this is through a text chain. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he has diarrhea, but that it's very stringy. Stringy? What does that mean? I don't know. Did you follow up with questions? No. I, I, I asked not to, I left the group. I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's just really turned into my, my aunts and uncles talking about their, my aunts and uncle talking about their various ailments with mm-hmm. COVID. Is this your aunt that wears gloves? Good question. Uh, that the uncle, my is uncle married. is married to the aunt that wears that wears like cotton gloves and goes to the bathroom and doesn't take them off. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that's a new ripple. I didn't oh, know. No, she no, didn't we, take I knew that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew about that. And also yeah. that they're fingerless, right? The fingers Finger, come out. Fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Do, now, why does she wear those? Uh, fashion statement. In the in the bathroom as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad that your family's okay, but you dodged, I mean, kind of dodged a bullet, right? Yeah. No, definitely. And, uh, so yeah, so we're, we're, luckily I haven't had it yet. Um, mm-hmm. they've tested negative, officially tested negative now. So they, it seems like they don't have it. They said my dad didn't really have a lot of symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, Every, I'm assuming everybody's vaccinated. Did slash boosted maybe? Well, also, yeah. I have, this might be good news, comforting news for you, Lori. COVID called me. And oh, oh, okay. Yeah, your All dad's right. banned from having COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My dad did, he, he did tell me today that he probably won't be, he got a job working at SoFi Stadium. He goes, I probably won't be working there after the Super Bowl because I, told a supervisor that he was that he was an asshole and that I hoped his whole family died in a fire. <laughs> I was like Why are your why yeah. are your family and you why do you guys constantly wish people die in fires? Cuz it's the perfect way to kill everybody. Oh. All right. Well. <laughs> she is. That was on my Christmas card from Lori this yeah. year. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, happy new year and die in a fire, you bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it said. Um, so, yeah, the, yeah, so one uh, of the things I wanted to talk about was COVID and yeah. our feelings on it. Because Jay and I, I would say about 30% of our conversations are typically about coronavirus. And it's it's something yeah. we've been living with. We're opening 2022 with it. Jay, is this still something that, that scares you shitless? Yeah, it's wild that we're two years in and I've... I had a probably about a month where I've lived a somewhat normal social calendar. And mm-hmm. that was in 2020, 
maybe October, November, when it seemed like everybody else in the world was kind of getting back to normal. I went to see a movie in the movie theater, but like masked, I have gone to a grand total of like three restaurants in mm-hmm. the past two years, um, like to sit and eat. So I just am completely a recluse. It's, it's affected me more. Like I have, I'm boosted, I'm vaccinated and I'm very happy for that, but I am just so not willing to want to entice the virus to get into my body. If I can, possibly prevent it but even even if the fact that you're young you're healthy you're boosted you're vaxxed that if you get it you'll just essentially get like a flu uh that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't matter it's more the long-term effect of like we it's only been around for a certain amount of time and i just don't know what it will do to like i've heard people have long covid and i don't (laughs) know if we know exactly what's happening and i know that it's a reality like a possibility where we're all going to end up getting a variation of it but as the variants are coming along they're getting weaker and weaker more contagious but like the the effects on the body are going down and that's encouraging i guess but i mean if i can avoid it honestly like my life has been i'm not missing much i'm able to you know the vod's from home i'm watching movies still i'm Mm -hmm. able to go to the grocery store and i've just changed a little bit about my life in the past two years but it's it's i'm living still i don't Mm -hmm. feel like i'm neglecting my social life which is yeah. kind of the same nice yeah thing. now Lori, how has it been affecting you are you still do you, are you still gonna go are you still in school your school still in session yeah still in school mm-hmm. my school is a little i i don't really want to talk too much about it but it's a it's just a frustrating what's the name of your fr- school it's a frustrating uh thing for everyone um at what school and uh i just feel like it's you know i can see i I have a personal opinion that I feel like we shouldn't be there, but that's mostly because I don't want to have to wear pants. So, um, you know, if I can work a uh-huh. job where I don't have to wear pants anymore, mm-hmm. that's can I, are you doing hybrid with your is no. your school doing. So it's either p- kids are in the class or they're not at school. We have a couple of kids who are out of school who are on independent, but they've been on independent since day one. Mm-hmm. So we have no kids. So the if a kid gets COVID or if a kid gets sick, the um they have to eventually come back to school. Like they you, can't not come back to school. Do you feel safe going to work? Like do you feel taken care of or are you guys tested regularly? Like what kind of precautions are they doing? Um well, I'll say it this way. I think the the school and the district is doing everything in my opinion is doing everything that they can within the parameters that they've been given. Mm-hmm. Um do I feel safe? Not necessarily, but that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the school. I mean, I don't feel safe leaving my house, you know, mm-hmm, like yeah. it's one of those things where you have to teach the kids and you have to do, you know, so it's, it, 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 it's not, it's not anything that I would put on the school for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say, to be honest with you, I would say the only thing, and there's a little things like I would like to be able to, you know, meet up with friends more and stuff like that. But I would say the only thing I really miss is doing stand-up. Like, I can't do Zoom shows. I just, it just doesn't work out. And I want to do live shows, but I just don't feel safe going to live shows. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only thing is that I just, in the last two years, I haven't been able to do any stand-up. So that's it. I mean, I think um people are happy about that. I mean, I feel like I have done a couple of shows here and there and people have been like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. We're okay. We don't need you. But I overall, I would, I would love to get out back out there. But yeah, I, <clears throat> I would say I'm not as worried as I used to be. 
about it, but I definitely don't want to get it. I mean, I just don't, you don't know the long-term ramifications, especially, you know, for somebody who is my size and has my health, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a fun ride. I feel like, and Mm -hmm. Joe's probably going to die the second he gets it. So, (laughs) well, but that's one of the reasons why I'm so, uh, vigilant about staying safe right now is because Pfizer did make a pill for people like us, Lori, that um, reduces the chance of us dying by 90% or even going to the hospital. And and it's rolling out now, but it's going to take a month, two months before it's somewhat available, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah. How are you feeling, Joe? Like, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this, but like, where are you? Have you gone back and... I mean, I feel like we all kind of had a breath in, I don't even remember what month it was, but where we all kind of had some normalcy. Like, I remember you guys went and met some of the afterthoughts in a a brewery, and it was feeling like life was maybe coming back, even if it's like the smallest sliver. Yeah. I wish I could remember who that, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, a stu- No, when I went to, a stu- oh, girl. a stute girl, we did, we met with a yeah. stute girl. And I stu- forgot girl. because she ignored me and only paid attention to Lori. Well... <laughs> That's because, that's because Joe would just sit back and then be like, and we would be talking. Joe would be like, "These menus are really big." <laughs> just like, okay, thanks, Joe. Like, Jay, I was sitting there doing your best material. You would have thought they thought the bus boy. That's what it brought, they probably thought it was the bus boy, no, and that they the bus boy sat the down bus at the boy. table. I think First off, there's no way that they would think you do manual labor. <laughs> there's just not. There's no. That's not even a thing. Um, uh-huh. no, but I, 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 yeah, I, uh, I will say I was even nervous then, you know, it's one of those things where you never know. And it's almost like you just sort of have to weigh, weigh the future and just mm-hmm. be like, all right. I mean, you know, I guess if I get COVID, I get COVID, but mm-hmm. it's like, eventually I feel like it, I think it's always going to be a thing. I just think eventually we're going to have it to where we'll be okay. But um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the days when everybody who is vaccinated and, and boosted and all that stuff are fine mm-hmm. and all the unvaccinated idiots are dying off. That's and kind that's, of what's happening. That's what's yeah. sort of interesting is that's going to be great. Look at the charts. Like the charts are kind of crazy in that. Yes. Hospitalizations at an all time high. Yeah, and because there are so many cases. But when you actually break down the numbers, when uh, I did, actually I just looked at it today, uh, unvaccinated people are five times more likely to get COVID than people who are fully vaxxed and boosted. Not only that, they are thirteen times more likely to land up in a hospital. And when you look at the charts, it's crazy. Like the vax yeah. line is always close to the bottom. And the unvaxxed line is all the way at the top. It's just the the gap is insane. Yeah. It's it has ridiculous. taken the, – the only, I think, measure I've had is I used to have such a judgment of, like, people who got COVID because I thought they were out partying and doing, like, crazy things. And now it's just turned into – I mean, there's no – I no longer have that judgment. I've taken it away because I'm like, there's people who I know who are super cautious and safe who – test positive and they're just like i have no idea how i got this i was in the house i was doing nothing going to the grocery store maybe so i do feel for those people but luckily they're a lot of the times asymptomatic or it feels like a which i know yeah. is a thing my aunt julie is like that she's out of all of us has been super careful she wears gloves. yeah no <laughs> okay uh 
And she, she got it and she was like, I don't know how it happened. Like I, you know, so she was super frustrated about getting it. But she's been super careful about everything. It's funny because we've been having this, we're having conversations right now that I've been having the past few days, but there was an article and I wish I would have saved this article. Um, but the article was along the lines of this new feelings of guilt. And I could, I could see you having this. Of people who feel guilt, they're vaxxed, they're boosted, they've been very careful, they're careful about where they go, everything, and they get it, and they have this guilt because they feel like they did something wrong to get it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I have friends who I'm convinced had or have coronavirus, but are denying it because they feel like if I admit it, that means I wasn't careful. Like you even said, you judged people in the past. You don't judge them now, but you judge people in the past. And I feel that they are judging themselves. Like mm-hmm. uh, a really good friend of mine and her family, I don't think she had the guilt, but she, they they were the most care- one of the most careful people I knew. Some of the most careful people I knew. And the entire family got it. And another really good friend of mine um, and his evil boyfriend – they got it, but they're in complete denial. They're saying that they're not having it, that they don't have it. But they're like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm so I, I'm coughing. I have these flu yeah. symptoms, blah, 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 blah. But the, the problem is the rapid tests, like my friend and her family that got it, she, they test vigilantly every day, even when they didn't have it, right? They just test every day. She buys those tests by the crate. And it, she did not get a positive test with herself or the other people in her family until like three or four days into symptoms. Like the rapid mm-hmm. tests are taking a while to find Omicron. So, yeah. um, well, that's like my girlfriend last week. She was out all week cause she just wasn't feeling well at all. And she took, um, she took a test and she was negative. And so then they were like, and it was almost like she goes, I, I almost wish I had COVID so I could explain why I'm feeling this way. Yeah, but and then also work was like, sorry. As soon as they found out that she was negative, they were like, "So you're gonna come in?" See, that's the thing that I think is gonna be. To me, that's the bigger conversation. Is I think we're seeing that companies and job and employers aren't really learning the lesson of COVID, right? (laughs) And so, and I think you see it in that if you say if you say I have the flu, like for example, my brother got the flu. And he call, he goes, I got the flu. And they go, oh, well, you're fine to come in. You can still come in and work. And he's like, but I have the flu. And they're like, no, 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 but it's, you know, it's fine. So it's, it's not like, COVID. Yeah. Like, yeah. If he had called and said he had COVID, then they would have been like, okay, well, then you have to, yeah, you, you have to stay home. So I think it's just, we're just learning that like, you know, employers are never going to learn the lesson. I did have the closest, um, I mean, this is the closest it's affected me, a very similar experience to Lori, except um, my, so on Christmas, we were supposed to do, I mean, my whole extended family is vaccinated and boosted, and we did Thanksgiving all together, no problems. And then it came out, my uncle was feeling somewhat sick. And he's he's like, I always get a seasonal cold, like every time at, at Christmas, this is just that. And I said, I'm really sorry, but I'm not I just, I don't, I don't want to put myself even the danger of a cold right now. And my sister and I, my sister, my mom, my niece and nephew all had plans the following day to go see each other. And we've all been extremely safe. And so I said, I'm not going to go to my Aunt Linda's house for Christmas Eve. And my mom was like, really? And she goes, and then goes like, you know what? Like after an hour, she called me back. She goes, I'm not going to go either. And neither is your sister. And I'm like, cool. 
that whole side of my family, every single person is has been out for a few days. They all caught it. And it was my uncle who spread it to, I would say that's probably like 25, 26 people who were there. So I yeah. mean, it could have been, it's, it's like a Lori situation mm-hmm. where. Well, that's what I love is the guilt. Like I, even I was like, when I said that I couldn't go. And another thing was like, Star had worked, one of her coworkers her, that she had been working with pretty closely, uh, his daughter had COVID. And so he had just seen her over the weekend and all that stuff. So it was like a little touch and go as to whether or not he had, she had COVID. So she had to get tested. And then I got tested and then I had all, you know, my ear stuff. And I was just in a lot of pain and it was just not, it was not great. And so, um, you know, even my family was just like, well, you don't have to hear. You can just come and sit with us and, you know, and just hang out with us. And I was like, I don't want to have to, like, just sound in general hurt. Like, if even though I couldn't hear, if I could hear, like, if Star had the TV on or whatever, it would hurt my ears. Oh, really? So, yeah, I was just like, it just hurts. It just hurts just moving. Like, it just hurts. It was worse. It was the worst pain. Did they find um, out what it, it was just an anti, it was bacteria? So they don't know what it, I have eczema. So my skin has eczema in my ears, I guess. And then I have to take these drops and then they still have to figure out what the actual, uh, thing, if it's a fungal infection or just, they, they think it's a fungal infection, but I have you submitted the metal rod into investigations. No, but I've thrown all of them away. Um, I found one the other day and I almost put it in my ear, like just as like a reflex. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, no, Lori, no, when you went in and they said, oh, we're going to use a camera to look inside, did you say, oh, I have one. Did you yeah. want to use mine? Uh, no, they didn't. They never, they haven't ever looked inside my ears. They haven't been able to get inside them yet. Yeah. So, Is it inf- so it sounds inflamed go, or something. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I, I have, it's died down now. So I, I have to make an appointment with an ear, nose and throat doctor. But yeah, they, they've just been seeing on the very front part, front part of my ears, which have been just, either completely because i had two things i had a fungal infection then i had my ear canals uh just started swelling shut mm. so um so yeah so that was fun i, I know like, they're all connected go, go ahead go ahead. I, I know they're all connected but ear nose throat it's just funny it's like you specialize in three different parts of the body but aren't they all the canal yeah. right yeah yeah okay yeah 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 i it's feel just, like, I like the doctor- it's like <laughs> uh-huh go ahead go ahead jay no, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tighten up my uh, type five about ear, nose, and throat doctors. Are you going to write it? I'll, I'll workshop it later. Are you going to write a comedy skit about Captain Crunch being an ear, nose, and throat doctor? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Dr. Crunch, and he's going to specialize in that. He's going to fill every hole with the uh, oops all berries. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like when the doctor looks into Lori's ears, it's going to look at the cover of the Sea Monkeys box. You know, where there's a whole world of people just swimming around and living. Like, they already built a community in her ears, and they're, like, waving back at the at the doctor. Yeah, like uh, Futurama, when the, <laughs> when he eats that tuna fish sandwich, and he be, and the people build a whole s- civilization. But then, like, what we find out is, like, I'm, I'm smarter because of the ear fungus. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't remove it. Don't take it away. Yeah. yeah. Uh... I had a, a very interesting coronavirus point. I've been, I'm going to write things down. I didn't write it down and I've, I've lost it. So why don't we actually call, if I remember it, I'll, I'll bring it up and then uh, I'll, I'll edit it in. But why don't we, we move on? It's been six months since the three of us have been together. But 
Uh, Jay, let's go to Jay. Have there been any big developments in your life that we should know about? I and mean, we haven't really seen you in, in, in half a year. Has it really been that? When was our last recording? The end of June. Summer? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a wild story, but um, Joe, I don't even think you know this, but I, mo- I um, moved to Montana because my mom plays piano mm-hmm. met this rancher yeah mm-hmm. and i started i started learning how to become a ranch hand from his brother well it's funny that you say that i spent yeah. time uh in montana years ago and i mentored uh-huh. this kid my name was um wait are you are you bronco did you go by bronco henry i went by bronco henry that's right did he did he did you meet my the guy i mentored yeah, I, I, I now I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what his name was. What but, is happening? But I'll tell you this: there was one <laughs> night where it rained, right? What? Yeah, and uh, it got real cold, and we were mm-hmm. nude. We just happened to mm-hmm. be nude. All right, I don't know what's and happening, but this is fake. We got in a sleeping bag together. <laughs> Did he tell you about this, Jay? You were naked then. He didn't answer my question when I asked him, but I assumed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were naked in the sleep. We, oh my god, we fuck. Boy, did we fuck all night. Oh. You know, what we look like Benedict Cumberbatch. It, okay, now that you say that, I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I've been reading a lot on poisons and just different roots that make things, and I'm yeah. thinking I'm gonna weave together a lasso and give it to him for Valentine's Day or something. Oh, I think he would like that. Yeah, it's a good idea. He would love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you going to kill him afterwards? What? My little secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you not watching the Oscar contenders, Lori? No, I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I, I don't really watch a lot of movies. I just... <laughs> Lori, I don't want to scare you, but there's somebody in the house with you. I didn't say anything funny. I just want people to know that was not... They weren't laughing at what I just said. It was they were just laughing at the we... fact that Star just walked behind But me. it was almost like Jaws. It was like... <laughs> it, it was like a perfect pan from left to right, and then she just waved and just kept walking. Like, she never stopped. She just walked from left, from left screen <laughs> to right screen, and it was just very, very funny. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I haven't talked to Lori in so long. I haven't heard anything about the move. Have you guys talked about this other places? I don't know anything about your. I moved. You guys are living together now, and I want to hear all about that. How did that go mid pandemic? It went. It, it actually went really well. We got uh, movers, and that really helped. Oh, because we the were best. moving th- from three locations. We had my house, my aunt's house. Stars. She was star was living with her parents, and then we had a, a storage unit. Mm-hmm. And boy, were they fast! Like we, what what we could How have done in probably they? like what we could have done in probably about three days, three or four mm-hmm. days. They did in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were in and out. Um, yeah, but yeah, that it 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 went really well. Good. I'm well. I'm happy I, to hear that. And I you guys wish are. Could, express how much crap we had when we first moved in i mean it was wall-to-wall boxes like Mm -hmm. we i would say we probably purged about half of our stuff before we even like unboxed things (laughs) we were just giving was there a compromise when it came to furniture like did you guys were you each bringing in a couch a bed a teapot like was there stuff that you had to compromise on my aunt bought bought us that couch um Mm -hmm. and then my girlfriend had the tv in the tv stand 
we bought we had a desk i i brought a desk but it was just way too big um so we bought a new desk but now we're probably gonna have to get a tiny desk for her because like literally i take up the whole desk my Mm -hmm. all my stuff takes up the whole desk will you let little concerts happen there also for npr Yeah. yeah exactly okay um and then yeah i mean she brought a bunch she brought all the artwork like any artwork you see is hers Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um. Why don't you pan the star- camera? Why don't you pan <laughs> What? Stars doing like Alfred Hitchcock always had like yes. a mocking, like, yes. a, like a cameo. I think that's her third time going by. I think she wants to hop on mic. If she wants a spot on the T, you tell her I'm, I mean. Hey, hi, babe. Hi. Tell her hi. Why don't you show. Jay, I, I realize Lori now has strategically changed the position of her camera. Right. No, no, I didn't change anything. I think she's just sitting. She's kind of peeking, like she's like well, no. trying to tell us a secret there from around is, the mic. Uh, uh, I was that. trying to see if I had the if I had because the camera's on my laptop, so oh. I'm still trying to figure out how to hook up the camera that I have up here that isn't connecting to my I, computer. I, I have a question, Lori. Just for old time's sake, have you asked Star to walk around bottomless? I mean. <laughs> She always, she loves to keep the blinds open. So I actually, she has a big problem because I, I've walked around the house naked, but, and she's been like, the blinds are open. But she, she's walked around. But she's like, talking about your titties. I don't know what that means. Does <laughs> <laughs> Star draw? Cause I know she was in a tattooing for a little bit. Does oh, she yeah, like to free? Question. She hasn't done it as much, but she wants to get into it. We keep making plans for her to finish my, the one that I gave me the strawberry yeah but um it just like something inevitably happens or i just become lazy (laughs) so yeah but yeah she she's been doing some stuff cool no i didn't know because i see the only frame picture i see in the back i wasn't sure if it's hand drawn or not it looks like sunflowers i wanted to tell her you guys a couple stories um first i forgot to tell the story on the catching up uh surprise show we did which uh, was great, by the way. It was always good to hear Mike. Yeah, thank you. And, and um, but when I, you know, there was a song that opened up the the show. And so months ahead, I got the singer that I know to sing the opening, you know. And I, I there was a whole plan of the theme song and everything. And, oh, Lori's doing her lore. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since we've done this. But uh, right now... Lori, what do you, you write in the Discord? Oh, what did I I wrote, well, I wrote at the beginning of the show that I'm Joe's boyfriend. No, 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 but I see you writing and laughing as you're typing. No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a, I'm, tr- I'm trying to f- answer security questions so I can log into my unemployment, so I can, <laughs> so that's what I was doing. I wasn't responding to Discord. But during the show? I mean, it just popped up. I was like, all right, I'll do that while you were talking. She was going to do it earlier, but she had to get prescriptions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I had to arrange it. So the, the, so the guy hired to do the opening part, the very beginning, is uh, an acquaintance of mine named Darcy Callis. Okay? And I call him and say, listen, I want you to do this thing. I want you to sing the beginning of a song, and but I don't want you to finish the song. Give me all the instructions, and he goes, "Great. Um, what is this? An original song or a song that already exists?" Well, it's, oh, it's it's all I want for Christmas is you. And he goes, "What is that?" 
I go the oh, Mariah. Oh, you the, told me this. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mariah Carey song. That's insane. Really? Yeah, and he goes, "I don't know it," and I go, "Wait, it's literally everywhere at Christmas." I just need you to sing the beginning of it. And he goes, I don't know this song. And he goes, can you hum it for me? What? Yeah. And then I'm like. I think "Mm -hmm, he's busting mm -hmm, your balls. mm -hmm." That's what I thought too, right? And he goes, "Uh, all right, I'll look it up. And and, then I'll, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll look it up and hear the song, right? So I call our mutual friend. I go, I got to tell you this crazy ass story, right? I was talking to Darcy, who is a professional singer, a professional musician, right? And she, she, her husband is a profession, works in the, in the industry too. That's how I know Darcy is through the husband, right? And I go, oh, Shannon from the T. I call Shannon. Okay. Oh, yeah. Their predecessor, Jay. I call Shannon. I go, listen, I, I want to hire Darcy for this thing. He said, and she, I couldn't hear her like going, uh huh, uh huh. And I go, <laughs> he said he'd never heard this song before. Joe, she goes, this has happened to me and Dave a hundred times. She goes, I think he's just so in his own world that he doesn't know about these other songs. She said, because she said when her dad was still alive, uh, they wanted him, Darcy, to sing a song for him. And I can't remember what the song was. It was like really famous. You know, like, um, I think it was a John Denver song. Like, what's the one with the, um, what's that one super famous John Denver song? My Sharona? No, someone's gonna <laughs> write it. So, um, if you like pina coladas, but he, but he wouldn't know what that I, is. I know who John Denver is. I, I, I hate to do this I, to I, you, I, but I, can't I don't think I know. No him. one's written it here in the in the chat room. Right? Tub thumper. Yeah, yeah, she said, he was like, yeah, yeah, John Denver song. Uh, I sweet you know, Caroline knocked down. Oh, Rocky Mountain High. Thank you. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, but now I'm puzzled by you. Do you guys know this song? Play it. I'm going to play it. I'm playing it. I'm bringing it up right. John Denver died in a plane crash. It's it's Country Roads. You're right. It's That's the one I'm thinking of. Take Me Home, Country Roads. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Take me home. like, I never heard it. Now, that one makes more Almost sense to me. Heaven. Well, I don't know West a lot about Virginia, John Denver, to be honest with you. He did buy the plane crash. Oh! I know the chorus. <laughs> oh, I know the remix. What was that? Oh, what the hell was that? Oh! Country roads. Take me home. Yeah, I know this part. To the place. I don't know, but now I don't. Everything on my um, all my on my soundboards gather round her. It's all over the fucking place. Miner's lady, stranger to all right. I was trying to do something funny, but I think that South Park made a joke about him dying in a plane crash. He did that. He he was like he was an avid amateur pilot, and he had like a he was in an experimental plane and it crashed. What 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 is an experimental plane? Is that just it was like a paper airplane. Someone makes like a big piece of paper and they folded yeah. it, 
and then he got inside and then they threw it off a cliff. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that didn't work? That's weird. That's so weird. Yeah. Anyway. This is a nice song. I like it. It's a pretty song. Anyway. Now, so what was the link to this? The, the, the girl didn't know the song? No, oh, no the, her friend didn't know this song. Yeah, but that one makes more sense because you guys did. But like, but but every fucking year we are hit with a barrage of this. Uh, yeah. All I, this, for this, yeah, all I want I for Christmas. I can't imagine not he- knowing that song. Maybe not the name it's of it. No, but... It's like not knowing one Beatles song. You know what I mean? Like if you have to know at least one Beatles song. Give me one Beatles song, Lori. Hey Jude. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even get the next line. <clears throat> okay. Uh another story I wanted to tell you happened this weekend. I want to get you guys' opinions on this. <clears throat> so as you know, I'm in the Spotify program. I'm doing a, a I'm developing a podcast about a cemetery in LA called Evergreen. Okay. And right after Thanksgiving, uh, I saw this story, this news story that was in my LA news story feeds about an artist named Tarpit who was walking his dog in Evergreen and he came across some sort of mummified object and he did a TikTok and it went viral. And, I, and so I have to turn in by the end of the month. I have to turn in a five-minute um, piece that's supposed to demonstrate what my show is going to sound like, okay? And uh, I was like, oh, this will be perfect for that. This will be perfect for that, right? So I reach out to him, and we meet up, and I interview him, yada, yada, yada. And one of the things I find out is he was actually – he goes to Evergreen often on his walks. He lives close by because – Evergreen, he's a he. One of the things he does, he makes clay, and Evergreen makes has amazing clay. So he collects the clay and he goes back and turns it into like vases and all kinds of bowls and shit like that, right? So I was like, oh my god, I that would be amazing to own a piece of pottery that's a hundred percent the mud from Evergreen Cemetery. That'd be amazing. I want that, right? So, and I also wanted to buy a little Christmas gift for the executive at spotify that the the head executive so finally after all this it was done and i went over the weekend and met him um outdoors i'm paranoid also i don't think he wanted me in his place uh in his to pick up (laughs) these things we we mouth kissed yeah i know seriously (laughs) uh he is actually really cute he's very my type so anyway um we're talking, we're chit-chatting. Aiden calls me while uh, I'm there. And um, and then he he goes, uh, so that Aiden comes up and I'm my boyfriend. And I don't remember the sort of the ins and outs of the, of the conversation. But I remember that, um, oh, he was talking about how, because I had offered him some art, some prints that I had that I was trying to get rid of. I go, oh, you might like this. He goes, oh, I'm actually not collecting art because... At my play, I don't. My place is a mess. It's it's just a it's a mess. It's just like a, it's my studio. It, it's mostly my studio. Very little living, and I wouldn't ever bring anybody back there to sleep with them. And I think I started to pick up on the pronouns, and I was like, "Oh, so do you never bring girls back to your place?" He goes, "No." He, but then he goes, he says, "I really consider myself, to be honest with you, I think I'm asexual." And I was like, oh, okay, sweet, cool, right? 
And he goes, um, yeah, but when I do hook up with feminine people, it's here. And I was like, so in my head, and so this is why I want to ask you guys a question. Because there's going to be an answer. I will tell you there's an answer. If you hear feminine people, Lori, what does that mean to you? Uh, uh. <sighs> Jay, well, she's thinking about it. what does it mean to you? <laughs> it sounds like he just it, not it has a type, but he sounds very fluid. Like there is a yes. quality that he likes. Harry yes. Styles. <laughs> I, I was I, trying I, to I remember mean, I, his name. I would but, qualify yeah. Harry Styles as like kind of a feminine man. I don't know how I don't know how Harry Styles identifies though. I don't really follow him that closely, he is, and I feel he, like he pops up on this podcast more than we do. Don't we talk about Harry Styles a lot? Uh, I would say we? probably women, to be honest with you, because the way that I just based off, and I'm totally judging him, mm-hmm. but he just seems like somebody who's a straight man mm-hmm. who just wants to seem like he's uh, a queer. Okay. To be honest with you. So. so then I, so in my head, I'm like, oh, he's like a, I'll hook up with anyone who's feminine, guy, girl, trans, whatever. Gender's not important. It's just their femininity, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever, right? And, um, and I want to talk about Harry Styles and the queer baiting that's going on. Jay Dar- Jordan Darling, he and I are simpatico lately and he brought up a really good point. Let me actually put in my little notes here. So anyway, so the conversation carries on, okay? And, Later on, I can't remember. I, I wish I would have remembered this. Something comes up where I go, uh, well, wait. I think it, I think the conversation was when he said, because at one point he goes, well, I don't consider myself a part of the LGBTQA community. And I went, well, you're, you, you said you're, you're asexual. That's the A, you know? And he goes, yeah, but. No, nah, I don't, I, I, that's, I don't still, I don't, I don't think I, I deal with. That the the prejudice that comes with that, and I go, well, girl, if you're having sex with men, he goes, whoa, 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 who said I'm having sex with men? And I go, oh, I just assumed when you said feminine people, he's like, no, I was trying to be like correct and say feminine people. I didn't want to like pigeonhole. Called them. it. Just, yeah, Lori called it. Wow. Yeah, That's, so, I've never heard it stated that way. Yeah, neither have I. I thought it was weird. And so, I yeah, turned, yeah I was like, oh, that's okay. a new thing that I, I, well, not a new thing, but that's the thing I get, I get, you know what I, I get really annoyed with? And I don't, it, I feel like it's gotten worse as I've gotten older is straight couples referring to each other as partners. Mm-hmm. How can that bother you? It's because for so long, mm-hmm. Gay couples couldn't call each other husband and wife mm-hmm. or wife or, you know, whatever. Who would be the wife? You or Paul, Jay? Oh. Well, that's like a very traditional take on yeah, that's, how the that's, world but, works. But, Lori, you're the one I that think, brought it up. You said gay people. Can, no, I was saying, but they can, like, if you're in a gay couple, you can't challenge, this is my husband, this is my husband, or this is my wife, this is my wife. Oh, so I you see. Would say, I you see. said partner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now straight couples are trying to take that word as if it's just another way of referring to your spouse. And it's like, no, fuck you. That is a way, that's what we were forced to say. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what gay couples were forced to do because we were not given the rights of marriage. 
So go fuck yourself if you call your husband or your wife a partner. Suck a dick. Burn in a fire. You are not. You are not a. Uh, you are not a. Uh, you know, doing any big things for the LGBTQA. You're not interesting. You're fucking irrelevant. And fuck you. So that's my opinion. I think it, I'm always puzzled as to what sets Lori off. <laughs> well, you found one trigger. Yeah. I just, it pisses me off. It, it pisses me off when people say that, oh, this is my partner and it's their boyfriend or girlfriend. It's like, just call him what it is. Just, mm-hmm. just stop, stop trying to be a, stop trying to say you're queer. Start trying to hit your queer when you're not queer. Mm-hmm. Like we, trust me, we're fine. You know, it's like people, it's like people who say they live in Los Angeles when they don't. Like we got, we got, you Lori's know, lived there for a month and now all of a sudden she's like, an no, Angelino. no, but no, I lived in Orange County. I lived in Orange County and I always said I lived in Orange County because I never lived, but people would say like they lived in Orange County. They say they're from Los Angeles. It's like Los Angeles has enough fucking people. Like we don't need people honing in. Jay, I don't even want, live in Los Angeles. Yeah. You want to weigh in on this? Yeah. I mean, there's two sides of this argument. I could see both where it's one side of it is if, I mean, if straight acting couples want to say partner, maybe it's normal normalizing that just being a term for everybody to use. And it's kind of instead of a separation between queer and straight, it could be a good thing in that way. But I do agree that it almost feels like it's being usurped from us. Is that the right word? Yeah. Taken, taken. Because I, whenever I hear, I do associate it with a gay or non-binary couple where it's a, a term that they're using to show partnership mm-hmm. instead of a, um, a label of wife, part, wife, girlfriend, fiance. Mm-hmm. I guess fiance is pretty neutral, right? But Lori- I guess, I guess I just get frustrated, like Harry Styles. Yeah. Let's talk. About I get, it. let's talk about it. I here. get frustrated when cis white people who we all know are just cis white straight people through and through try and and get and take on because they think it's going to make them seem interesting Mm -hmm. take on queerness that they have no interest in following through with Mm -hmm. and so that's why i don't like harry styles because he he's he's dating he broke up first off he's a homewrecker he broke up a relationship he caused two people who were parent who caused caused the family to be torn in two, so he can go fuck himself right off right there. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he he is he's a straight man. He dates women. That's totally fine. But don't then also have this thing where you are you know saying that you um you know that that you're a queer or that you you have like queerness in you or whatever and where dresses or whatever just because you think that that's going to have people think that you're interesting it's like no you're not interesting we can all see right through you everyone who's gonna every person woman who's interested in you is going to grow up and realize how much of a loser you truly are here's my question Lori. i have a lot of questions and i'm not even going to say i'm disagreeing with you okay but my question to you is because here's the thing. I do agree that Harry Styles is guilty of queer baiting. Okay? I yeah. agree. I agree with that. I do think he's doing queer baiting. I want to talk about this Twitter uh, porn person I know that is 100% queer baiting. But a couple of things I want to talk about is, so my niece really likes Harry Styles. Okay? Uh-huh. And my brother took her to the concert. And Your like niece that. can fuck right off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother took her to the concert and everything like that, right? And, um, 
there's a whole moment where uh, if you're if you're queer or gay, they're encouraged to like. I don't. I, I think it's sometimes like sort of like almost like come out if you want. And people have been coming out on the stage, and it, he seems very, very, very supportive, and therefore the queer, especially the youth, to feel uh, confident, and he's and he's holding them up. One, two. So if something positive comes out of it. Uh, is there something wrong with that? My other question to you is, isn't, and this is, this is the tricky thing. I do think he's queer baiting. I do for, to sell yeah. records, to get, he, he realized that that audience, cause here's the thing. I just had this conversation with Aiden today about RuPaul's Drag Race. The people who run these things know way more about their audience than you think that they know. And so obviously the record company knows he has a lot of gay fans, a lot of, uh, young girlfriends who are very gay friendly. And so to, to queer bait would be very lucrative for the record company, right? Uh, and so, and cause even before this, uh, there was a whole thing where, uh, in One Direction, they were shipping the gays and the girls were shipping him and Liam, is that his name? That they were shipping him with? I thought it was Niall. Okay, with Niall. They were shipping him, um, them together and there was like a whole thing they had a name for them and everything right and but that said haven't we also fought for years for people to not tell us what our sexuality is well okay here's my argument Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) this is my argument okay i get what you're saying and yes it is a positive if if queer if if queer kids are finding are finding a safe space Mm-hmm. then yeah i think that's great but the problem i see is that harry styles is getting all of the benefit with none of the that's true backlash. that's like, true let, let's look at some in somebody in my opinion who deserves far more accolades who has essentially um been a uh trailblazer in uh you know a, a male feminine not necessarily drag queen, but just men, men wearing feminine <laughs> garments and just making it masculine and feminine clash and lo- making it look fierce and awesome Jane and Smith. sexy. Uh, J- yeah, <laughs> Jane Smith. <laughs> no, Billy Porter. Billy Porter has been, has been doing this since, you know, God knows how long. And he, he's been a trailblazer and he's been working his ass off and he, he is, you know, finally having a moment. He's finally, people are finally seeing how amazing he is. And I hope that he has a long and luxurious career, but he struggled. He had his struggles. He had, you know, he has horror stories. He has things that, you know, have happened to him because of who he is, not just being an African American man in America, but also being a gay African American man, but also being a man who wear, who likes to wear, you know, feminine clothes sometimes and likes to look, you know, feminine and look fashionable. And that here you have fucking this, you know, uh, slimy, you know, toothless hillbilly, uh, from England or whatever the fuck he's from, put on a burlap sack and some lipstick and everybody goes, how brave, how brave is Harry Styles? I see what you're saying, but I think when that, there was a, a backlash with where Billy Porter came out against Harry Styles for being on the cover of, I can't remember what it was in the, in the dress. And also, he doesn't even wear good clothes. Can Hold we also just be honest about that? On. He wears shitty clothes. But I do know... I that, have better fashion sense than Harry Styles. But I do know mm. that when that happened, <laughs> there were people there were people in the queer community who came out against Billy Porter. 
you know? So the funny thing yeah, is when you do racist. this, it goes deeper and deeper. No, other black queer artists who are like, oh, Billy Porter's just, we've been doing this and, you know, Billy Porter's discovered this five years ago or something like that. And all I'm not saying that they're right. I'm just saying the more you go down and down and down and down, there's going to be people who are mad about this, people mad about that. And that's the thing. I want to talk about Viore clothing. So, no. <laughs> okay, no. But I wanted to get to my second point real yeah, quick. My yeah. second point, and this is the this is the crux of why, and this also, I fall into this, okay? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jay kind of possibly does too, is when the Nazis finally come back and they finally take over, mm-hmm. who who do you think <laughs> Harry Styles is going to become? Is he still going to stay a queer, is he still going to stay a queer force? And he's still, is he still going to be like, Oh, I'm here, you know, I'm here for all my queer. F-. No, he's going to be a fucking straight man with a wife. And he's going to be like, yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. He can turn on a dime and just go back and not have any repercussions. But you get, you have other people that don't have that luxury and, you know, and they don't get, and they, and they don't get his benefits. And I think that you should only get the benefits of, being celebrated in the queer i don't even think i should be i i think you should only be you know i i ask people stop celebrating me in the queer community stop it guys yeah it's constantly happening (laughs) it's always happening but i think that you should only get the benefits if you also suffer the if you also can suffer the repercussions that's my opinion and Mm -hmm. i don't think harry styles i you know he there's no way in hell that he's he's gonna see any kind of backlash yeah severe backlash it's a thin line between allyship and I guess queer beating is like the term we're going to use. But I, I do appreciate when I see like straight men, like there's a political guy I follow named Hassan Piker, I believe. And he paints his nails. He wears, uh, he's identifies as straight as far as I know. Mm-hmm. And he's like an ally for LGBTQA plus. And, um, I enjoy what he does for the community. I, I don't follow him that closely. So if there's a checkered pass that I don't know about, I apologize. <laughs> but Harry Styles, I do feel like it's a bigger team. It's bigger than just him. I think that you're forgetting that he's backed by 10,000 people who are telling him how to do stuff. And maybe he's trying to make it allyship versus marketing off of it or benefiting off of it. I don't, I just don't know him that I don't know his, his message that well. Yeah, I don't know. I just also, if he's going to be doing this, then go full force and actually get some good clothes. You know, put on a, sh- a dress that actually works for your for you. Now, Lori, let me what if he's just Australian thing. who feels comfortable in a dress? Like, how do you? Is that a problem? No, that's not a problem. But I don't think yeah. that that's him. I think that okay. he. I think he's because I mean, if you see pictures, that, look, Eddie Izzard. All right, Eddie is. Excuse me, Eddie. The um, queer community was trying to choke me. Uh, Eddie Izzard is a, uh, you know, what was said that he was a, at, at one time said he was a straight man who, um, liked to wear women's clothing. Now he's since come out and said that she, she since come out and said that she is a, um, I believe a trans, uh, gendered person, but I'm, I'm not a hundred, but I know that their pronouns have changed. So, um, but Eddie just, Izzard, just three would, times in your one sentence, they changed. But, I think you're not. I, I'm. I'm trying to be correct. I. I think we're not supposed to use the, use the dead name. I. I think she did change her name officially. Oh, she did. I. I am I wrong? I can look it real quick. Let me check. Oh, yeah, you have. A, you yeah, have a no, no, no. I, got- I'm glad that you corrected me without knowing the full story. Thank you very much. Um. 
But no, I, but anyway, so what I, what my point is, is that if you saw pictures of her, that she, she was wearing a dress, she'd be wearing a dress out, just out and about nail polish all the time. Mm -hmm. When you see Harry Styles, you don't see Harry Styles just wearing a dress, just out in public. So that's my point. Okay. It's still Eddie Izzard. It's just the pronouns have changed to she, her. I stand corrected. Thank you. Has that been playing this whole time? No, I just played it right now. Oh, okay. Anyways, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just get. I don't have the end of her thing, so I don't know. <laughs> this let, is the team. Let me ask. You, we don't know. <laughs> let me ask you a different question. Uh huh. Afterthought Media is a network by gay people for gay people. But I can tell you, as the someone, the person who founded this network, that 50% of our audience, right down the line, uh, are straight. Yes. And do you, so do you have a problem with them coming into a straight space, I mean, to a queer space? No, not Yeah, at they all. need to burn in a fire, yeah. all of them. <laughs> no, not at all, because they benefit me. No, um, <laughs> no, because it's different. I'm fine with straight people. Look, straight people can be a fan of queer culture. That's great. We want that. It's when you benefit and you get paid. (laughs) Stars laughing at my stupidity. Uh, It's when you benefit, you get paid from queer culture and you're not queer and you are intimating that you're queer. You are not queer. Mm -hmm. And look, if you are queer, if you fall under queerness, that's totally fine. That, you know, that then you are queer. But if you are if you are trying to pretend like you are so you can get benefits of queer culture without facing the repercussions, that's when I have a problem. So let me ask is you there a another oh, go ahead, example. Another example. Is there another celebrity who I can't think of that's doing this? Or um, Jaden Smith? Yeah, I think oh. personally, yeah, Jane Smith. Well, I think Jane Smith's sexuality is weirdly questionable because... But he has, it's, it's said that, but in the beginning I was a little annoyed with him, but then I think he like had a relationship with, uh, with a guy or something like that. And then. Well, Jaden Smith keeps saying and will not stop saying that he's dating Tyler, the creator. Also, can we just like, can we just like talk about how like for like decades, Will and Jada Smith refuse to talk about their relationship. And then within like what seems like the last 20 million years, they've decided to start sharing all the details of their relationship. And I'm more confused now than I was when I didn't know anything about the relationship. Like, do they even live? Are they still married? (laughs) Like, that's what I would love to know. They seem like they're not married. And they like, I feel like they've told us without telling us that they have separated and they're living separate lives. Maybe they're just friends that who enjoyed each other's company and they're getting their, it's like an open relationship where they're getting their kick somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what my parents do, but yeah. Oh. And they have a red table that they talk at. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. And my dad wrote a book, but nobody's buying it. Okay. <laughs> so let me talk about this. I want to, I want to get your opinion on this uh, Twitter person. I don't know what his Twitter okay. name is. I can look, but I know he, on the, the, the name you can change. It's Dylan Foam, right? Oh, and he okay. makes porn on Twitter, and he has an OnlyFans and whatnot. And he's very twinky, right? But historically, it's been him having sex with women, right? But I think he noticed okay. that he has a huge gay following. 
because now there's a lot of like, oh, like showing his asshole, asshole this, showing, um, getting totally fucked by dildo. He's fucking himself with dildos every second. Going, do you guys want to see me with a guy? Blah, 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 blah. And now people are trying to turn on him saying he's queer baiting. Okay. What do you feel about the people who queer bait for like pornographic reasons to get more OnlyFans subscribers? I mean, that's tough. Because then we're getting into a different category. So when we talk about people who are doing it as themselves, mm-hmm. like like as a uh, making it seem like it's their persona, mm-hmm. like this is who I am, that's what I have a problem with. But when we're talking about people who are like doing it for money or pretending, then mm-hmm. it's not it's not that bad because like actors, actors play gay. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I feel like more, I feel like nowadays we've, we're at the point where I don't think straight actors should necessarily be playing gay roles. Right. Cause we have enough gay actors out there that I feel like you should be able to find a gay actor to play it. But like, for example, James Franco, you know, played a gay man. But he didn't also then go out and pretend that he was gay. You know, he didn't also go and say, like, dr- wear a dress and say, like, oh, I think I might be gay or I'm queer. I'm queer relative or whatever the hell Harry Styles had said. So that to me is not that big of a deal because that is just like a character. That is just something they're just doing it for money. And if people want to pay for it, then that's their prerogative. So that's my opinion. All right, Lori. What's well, another great episode of The Key? <laughs> Jay, where can everybody find you? Uh, well, I'm queer beating on my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, are, you, are you straight baiting? Jay, would you ever get to a point where you would do OnlyFans? Uh, personally, probably not. I don't think mm-hmm. I could turn out content that quickly. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the only reason? No, that's the only reason. Oh, Lori, okay. what about you? Me, OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. I told you that there was a friend of mine wanted to do an OnlyFans together where we just, like, read literature in the nude. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it if you set it up. But he never set it up, so. I think he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> After that conversation. <laughs> He's like, I can't go through with it. <laughs> a, a, a couple of people have suggested I should do OnlyFans, and I always laugh because I'm like, who? Who would want to see this? Yeah. Right? And they're like, oh, you. it reminds me of, I had a joke. This is a joke that I had in my act before, because um, it started moving out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it started just walk out with a gigantic, gigantic suitcases and like I, what was that she had a that trench was, coat on and yeah, she yeah the whole quickly. thing we're breaking up she's gone she's leaving this is the last day 
No, she's doing laundry. Oh, okay. Um, but I remember years ago, um, <laughs> I'd, I'd use this fat guy website called Bigger City, right? Okay. And I was complaining to my friend Jonathan. It's, it's hard, and maybe Lori can attest to this. When you turn a real story into a bit, it's hard to go back to the telling the story like in a real story. Yeah. So it's, it's hard. But basically, I was talking to Jonathan, and I said, ugh, I'm just getting... I'm not getting any uh, hits from attractive men. Because supposedly, Bigger City was supposed to be for fat men and for chubby chasers. So chubs and chubby chasers. And I go, I'm not getting any... I'm not getting hits from any attractive people. I'm just getting hits from other chubs. I want chasers. I go, I, don't, I just don't think I'll ever find anybody. And he goes... Joe, you're being so ridiculous. See, I almost did the voice. I did a voice in my bit. But he's like, he's like, you're being ridiculous. You go, there is somebody for everybody. He goes, I mean, there are people who want someone to shit in their mouths. And I was like, that's your comparison? Your comparison is dating a fat guy? It was like, you know, so in the bit, I would say, like, I like long walks on the beach, uh, candlelight dinners, and someone to shit in my mouth. <laughs> but no fat guys. That's gross. Um, Lori, where can everybody find you? Uh, I will be. I'll be opening for Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Lollapalooza. I don't well, know Lori, is our is the is the episode that I did with you and Nathan is that up yet on Bloody Podcast? No, it's not up yet. I'm gonna put here. Here's what I'll do. I'm gonna put it up. For uh, just because I'm going to put it up today, I want to put it up for the month of January, for the remaining month of January. Mm-hmm. Once January is done, then I'll, I'll send it to you and then you can play. Okay, yeah. So, but but is, is it up on your speed yet, though? Not yet. Okay, no. everyone should go, though, to hear it to Bloody Podcast. Sign up at, I don't know what levels they have, but there's maybe only one level. Sign up. And, uh, and you'll get to hear me and Nathan and Lori. It was a very fun episode. And, yeah, it was um, fun. Yeah, it was a really good time. <laughs> And I'll be on there tomorrow. Oh, that's right. And you can so, hear me. Yeah. You'll no, get more after that's on there. That'll Jerry, be great. Eat dinner before you go. And make sure there's an air conditioner inside of that. He, it's just going to be through Zoom. We're not, not meeting him anywhere. Anyway. All uh, right. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. I got to get out of here. But, um, Jay, thank you. I will talk to you soon. Adios. Lori, I will talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye, everyone. We'll see you guys next time on the team.